Good morning, good morning, good morning. The sun is shining, the birds are chirping, and you are breathing. Today is Thursday, April the 6th, 2023. My name is Stephen Carnegie, and welcome to This Is Just a Thought. Today's word of the day, huskow, which simply means jail. Huskow. Sure, we all heard of that. <laughs> I'm sure we have. I'm sure we have. Man, it's been a long time. I apologize once again. Hectic work schedule, hectic life, things to do, many things to do, many things to do, and that's why I have been absent for a while. But I have put out a few shorts and reels uh, here and there throughout everything that is going on. A, a lot has been going on since the last time you guys have heard of heard from me, man. Ball keeps rolling, it looks like. Man, as uh, far as weather here in North Carolina, yes, the sun is shining and it is shining bright with temperatures uh, expected to be in the 80s once again today. Yesterday it was 80 some odd degrees or, or 80 degrees and it was a beautiful day to be outside. And yes, I was outside. Had to do some yard work. Uh, wife worked my last nerves until I got it done. Had to do it. Uh, it was about time, man. I haven't done yard work out there in that yard. It's been a while, and it showed. Hey, but it had to be done. It just had to be done, and I am one. Uh, I say I don't like it, but I, I, I love being outside, especially when it's just like this, just right. Not too hot, not too cold, just right. But man, in other parts of the United States, we're experiencing here in North Carolina some warm temperatures and pleasant days. Uh, Few storms here and there, but not too severe, unlike the heartland of America. Man, they have been getting hammered for the past three weeks. Uh, here recently, uh, Kentucky and Missouri got some tornadoes in the wee hours of the morning. And man, uh, just like uh, a week or so ago, I'm sure you guys have all heard of what happened in Rolling Fork, Mississippi. In the wee hours of the morning, a tornado came through, and man, from all intents and purposes, it just completely decimated that town. It completely destroyed it. it. Killed 25 people. Man, if you saw the video of the aftermath of that, uh, I know the one news outlet did a before and after from an aerial view from Google, and uh, man, it looked like a bomb had went off. Man, uh, praying for folks out in the Midwest. Like I said, here in North Carolina, we just been getting. You know, some uh, thunderstorms haven't been too severe. Um, they're expecting some more this evening. They're saying we're going to get some more storms, but this one, these may just be high winds. Wow. Man, like I said, the heartland, has, it, it's been getting hammered. It just has. Uh, so pray for those folks out there. But, I mean, hey, this is the spring, and this happens every year in the heartland of America. That uh, Midwest, it, it just does. It's something about that area. When the temperatures start to change, the air starts to warm up, here comes those uh, tornadoes. So it, it looks like it's ramming back up again. That's spring. It just is. just is. So like I said, pray for those folks out there. Man, I, I, it was just unbelievable what happened, happened in uh, Mississippi at Rolling Fork, Mississippi. That was completely, man, it, it, it just, when I, when I saw it, I was just like, wow, look at that. That's unbelievable. That's Mother Nature. That is Mother Nature. All right. Let's go get it.
Wow. Here in North Carolina, here we go again. Looks like they have a bit of brouhaha brewing in the state house. It appears a Democratic representative from Mecklenburg County, that 12th district around Charlotte, has jumped shipped. She's no longer a Democrat. She's a Republican. Representative, uh, make sure I get her name right here, uh, Cotham. She announced yesterday she was no longer a Democrat. She's a Republican. And with her jumping ship like that, switching sides and going to the Republican Party, she took away. She has given the Republican Party, I should say. She took away the power from the Democrats and gave it to the Republicans that now have a superpower. So what that means is they can, the Republicans, they can veto anything that Governor Cooper sets forth. They now have the power in the state house. Wow. Yeah, she jumped ship. She said, hey, enough is enough. Uh, her reason for jumping ship? Well, she said uh, at a press conference yesterday, she said that, you know, she had been intimidated and bullied by Democrats for a while. And she, they even attacked her family, her kids. She's a five-term uh, state representative, and uh, when she was on the Democratic side, she was a proponent, proponent for the abortion rights. And as you know anything about North Carolina, we've been having a, a, a brawl back and forth between Democrats and Republicans about abortion rights here in North Carolina. And many are saying, hey, with her jumping ship like that, now that she's a Republican, the, the Republicans, they have the power. They can just outright ban abortion. Now, when she was pressed on the issue, she said that uh, she was going to have to think and pray on the matter, and she believes wholeheartedly that will determine her vote. Sounds eerily familiar for many Republicans. I mean, that is their, that's one of their backings as it relates to abortion, that not only is it morally wrong, it is spiritually wrong also. So she says she's going to pray on the issue, and then she'll go from there. Now, there were some more issues she was pressed on. She said, hey, she'll take those issues on bill by bill. Now, what they're saying is, is what may have spurred her decision more so than the intimidation or, or, or the uh, attacks on her family. And then she also said the fact that Democrats don't like free thinkers because she's a free thinker. She just doesn't tag along. I hate to break it to you there, Representative Coughlin. Uh, not only do uh, Democrats not like free thinkers, Republicans don't like free thinkers all too well either. And that's and that, that seems to be the thing now with us in society. Uh, those free thinkers, those thinkers that go outside of the box and, and, and think in the, the opposition, uh, they aren't welcome with open arms. But she has been welcomed by the Republican Party. I mean, that that's... <laughs> I don't know if, if, if where she's going to stand on certain issues, if she's going to lean towards the, the Republican side or maybe toe the line towards the Democratic side. Uh, many are speculating that, hey, if she was such a uh, hellraiser for the Democrats, she might be a hellraiser also for the Republicans. She could be. 
she flat out says she's a free thinker. So she's not going to go along with anyone. She's going to think on her own. And as she said, as it relates to that abortion debate, she's going to pray and let that may, uh, lead and make, help her make her decision whether she's pro or not. So, hey, yeah, stands the reason if she's a true free thinker, she ain't going to just jump in bed with you just because she belongs or, or she's not going to be beholden to a certain political party. She flat out says she's a free thinker. Just like I said, a lot of free thinkers here in this day and time in our society now, they aren't welcome with open arms. We all know that. Hell, a lot of free thinkers within our own family, our own day-to-day -day dealings in life, aren't welcomed by many. Uh, this I know all too well. Hey, like I always say, I'm always out on that proverbial limb. By myself, by my lonesome. A lot of folks look at me with uh, great disdain when I say things. They're looking like, well, why are you saying that? How can you think that way? Because... I'm a free thinker. I think for myself. I just don't tag along with uh, any old body. I will not be beholden to any political party or any group or any social or ethnic group. I think for myself. I believe wholeheartedly that the good Lord gave us all that old too familiar saying of free will. Well, along comes with that free will comes your own ability to think for yourself. That's free will. That's that, that's. That's just the bottom line for me. I don't know how many of you guys interpret it out there, but that's free will for me. And that means your ability to think for yourself, whether you're uh, with or without the other side. It just does. Now, she says she's a free thinker, and many are, like I said, are saying, well, wait a minute. If she's a free thinker and she didn't go along with a lot of the things the Democrats said, yeah, she may do the same for the Republicans. Because what may have spurred her on to uh, jump ship? North Carolina, uh, within the past two or three weeks, we've been having a great debate about a new bill that was put forth by Republicans for uh, gun permits. They wanted to change some things. So they're saying that may, may have been uh, the straw that broke the camel's back, if I could say that. Apparently, she didn't, like, uh, uh, she didn't like the way the Democrats were trying to put a pigeonhole on this new permit bill. So that's the reason. I mean, uh, we all know what how Democrats feel about gun rights and gun rights legislation, how they want to change things, whether it be the uh, universal background check and the waiting for a, a certain amount of time before you could just get a, a, a gun permit. Uh, North Carolina, by the way, is an open carry state. So, hey, uh, I, dare I say, that debate's still going on. And then you have the abortion rights debate that is still going on. So uh, her jumping ship from Democrat to Republican certainly sheds light on this and it kind of makes a lot of Democrats who are at uh, one point in time in the House, like I said, with her jumping like that, they had control. Now they don't. They have, the uh, Republicans have the power to veto any and everything Governor Cooper sets out to do. So we'll see what happens. We will see what happens. But uh, like I said, she said, hey, I just, I couldn't do it any longer. I had to leave the Democratic Party. Now, many in that 12th district, 12th district, excuse me, uh, Democrats are, are, are crying foul, as they should. I, I got to be honest with you. You were elected, I mean, this is just the basic prim principles 
of, of us electing certain party uh, candidates. You were elected a Democrat, so enough of, of those citizens in Mecklenburg County who were Democrat, they voted for you and they were expecting you to hold true to Democratic values and a way of thinking. And then all of a sudden, like I said, she's a five-term uh, legisl state legislature and she jumped ship. So a lot of those Democrats in Mecklenburg County, whether it be the citizens or other Democrats, they're screaming foul and they want some answers and they want to know where she stands on these issues and they want to know where she stands on these issues right now. And like I said, she said, hey, I'll take each bill, bill by bill. <laughs> yeah, a lot of those uh, elected Democrat officials, including the uh, chair of the Democratic Party in Mecklenburg County, are, are, are saying, hey, this is totally foul. You were elected as a Democrat. And the people are expecting or were expecting you to hold true to the democratic values and the way of thinking. And here you go jumping ship. They're screaming foul. Some have even called for her to resign. Uh, not too sure about that. I mean, yeah, she was elected by uh, the, the, the citizens of Mecklenburg County as a Democrat. But she decided otherwise. She went where her heart was at. Should she be forced to resign? simply because she chose to switch sides while she was serving a term? I'm not one to say. I don't think it's a, any, any a violation uh, uh, or anything with state laws. Uh, also, coincidentally, there was another Democrat and uh, somehow, some way, his name came up in the uh, jumping ship debate. Uh, he's from Forsyth County, I believe out there in Winston-Salem. He was saying, they had said that he quite possibly also could jump to the Republican side, but he came out with a statement and said, hey, I'm a life, lifelong Democrat. I ain't going nowhere. I'm going to stay with the Democratic Party. Is this a trend? Is this, an, <laughs> could this be a trend? Or, or could it be that a lot of elected officials, uh, they're starting to really and truthfully think about leaving their, their prospective party and going to the other side? Maybe. Just maybe. This isn't the first time this has happened. This has happened many times, a few times before. Um, nothing odd or out of the ordinary, I don't think. But yeah, the citizens of, of, of Mecklenburg County, they do deserve answers. Um, maybe you should go and, and sit down with them, have a little city hall. That might blow up, but hey, <laughs> it, it may. But whether she does or doesn't uh, more than the answer or, or response that she's given at that press conference uh, yesterday we'll see what happens but uh, yeah it appears now the Republicans in the state house they have the power They've gave, uh, the Republicans now have the superpower in the state house like I said many of those Democrats around Mecklenburg County are none too happy and they want answers some even want her out I don't think she's going to resign. <laughs> I just don't. Uh, if I'm I'm a betting man, if I was a betting man, my bet is she's going to stay right there until you guys in Mecklenburg County uh, vote her out. Good luck with that. Good luck with that. Time will tell. Time will tell. Yeah, North Carolina is in the news, in the spotlight once again. Wow. That was certainly a surprise. When I heard it yesterday, I was like, Wow, whoa, wait a minute. I, I, I just did. Uh, we'll see what happens because, you know, like I said, the way things are trending in this country now, 
when you switch sides or when you actually belong or are beholden to one political party and you come out and you say something in the opposition, a lot of times, like now, it's not greeted. You're not greeted with welcome arms. A lot of folks are upset. And they, uh, hey, they just are. They just are. Well, all right, let's move along here to another topic. I haven't been up here for a while. I, like I said earlier, I've been extremely busy. But uh, one thing that has came out, and when I heard this story um, last week, about a week or so ago, or, or maybe two weeks now, I was just, uh, I got to be honest with you. I was floored. I, I mean, I usually say to you, it appears that, you know, me and maybe a few others, most of us, We've became um, used to the gun violence here in this country, and, and, and it's sad to say it appears uh, that's what it, what we uh, have become as a society. It's just sad, but it, it does because we're inundated. It, 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 it appears every other day there's a incident or incidents of gun violence in this country. Uh, the latest was, uh, like I said, maybe about two Fridays ago. Uh, the incident in Nashville, Tennessee with uh, the killing of three innocent nine-year-old kids and, and three adults ranging in age from 60 to 61 at a Christian school in Nashville, Tennessee. Uh, the killer uh, was a transgender female. And now we know, we found out, in addition to uh, that, that she was stockpiling an arsenal of uh, weapons in her home. Uh, she was 28 years old, so she was grown. Uh, she just was. Uh, she was grown, 28 year old. Somehow, some way, for whatever reason, she decided to uh, first go to the school, shoot her way into the school through the door and when she walked in shortly thereafter she began her uh, shooting spree uh, side note it's just I don't care what your quarrels are what your problems are who you are uh, your race your class uh, uh, your sexual orientation uh, when you pick up a gun for me and this is just for me when you pick up a gun and you go and kill Innocent people, whatever's going on in your life, whatever your mental focus is, or, or whatever, or what have you, whatever your social stance is, whether white or black, I don't care, young or old, uh, gay or straight, you are a murderer. She's a murderer. She killed three innocent children, nine years old, hadn't even got started in life. Can't even say they were starting out in life. They hadn't even got started. They never got the opportunity to start their life. Only nine years in, and for whatever reason, they that now that we're, we're learning that uh, she uh, was having some mental problems. She had been seeing some, a doctor or whatever or what have you, and and apparently that wasn't enough. By the way, she was a former student, however many years ago. Like I said, she was twenty eight. She's twenty. Well, was twenty eight. Yeah, uh, she was twenty eight. Of course, the police came in, and they didn't hesitate. Hats off to Nashville Police Department. They did not hesitate. They came in and did exactly how they were trained and what they were supposed to do. Engage the threat. And they took her out. Sad to hear that, that, that she passed on. But before she passed on, she killed six people. 
Six innocent people, three children, three adults who were just going about their regular everyday life. I, I rest assured when I say when they woke up that morning, they in no way, shape, form, or fashion had on their mind that they were going to experience this. So she walks in, starts killing. Police uh, uh, 911 calls came in shortly thereafter. The police arrived on the scene, followed her path. Well, there was a teacher or teachers outside, and they uh, showed them or, or, or explained to them where she was. And the police on the second floor, I believe, police engaged. And when they arrived on the scene, we've all seen the body cam footage. When they arrived on the scene, she was shooting. So they engaged and took her out. As they should. I, I'm sorry. I, I, no, I'm not sorry. I, I mean, this thing with grown folks, whole grown folks, throwing temper tantrums. Because they have some some sort of mental thing going on, they can't control their emotions, their feelings, or, or somehow, some way, a lot of people, you know, they may feel slighted some way, somehow. Not sure how this uh, uh, transgender or, or female was feeling, because now we also know that she had been planning this for months. They found the journal, and in the journal, she she detailed what she wanted to do at the school, and there were some more targets as well. So she was going on a killing spree. She was hunting. Let's call it what it is. You pick up a gun and you go into an establishment or you go out into the world, society, or at some event and you just start shooting random people and you got multiple guns on you with multiple rounds of ammunition. You aren't there to solve a quarrel or a problem you may have with one individual. You're out hunting. You were, she was hunting. That's just what it is. Yes, it appears we as human beings, we hunt our own kind. We've gone away from hunting animals to hunting our own beings. Folks that look just like us. Regular old citizens doing nothing. Still not sure why she targeted that school. Like I said, she went there years ago. Maybe that's when she... Uh, I, I don't want to speculate, but somehow, some way, maybe that goes back to what was going on in her mental, and maybe all her her mental distress started while she was attending there years ago. Now, um, another thing, several things have come out. Apparently, before she went on this spree, she sent a text message out to a, a friend who got the text message, and, and it, I guess it said that uh, she was going to do something and, and to pray and always remember her. So the friend got on the phone, dialed 911, along with the other 911 calls that were coming in from inside that school, from those teachers and staff. But it was too late. She had already started. This is me. And once again, I'm out there on that proverbial limb all by myself, it appears. I believe wholeheartedly when you plan, plot, and strategize to kill, you're not doing harm, you're killing people. I can't see the mental side of it. I just can't. I don't see a mental defect. I see evil. Now that may sound harsh in this day and time, but that's just pure evil. To kill someone, that's evil. 
not a mental defect to me. That doesn't scream you have a mental problem that you, you, you're trying to work yourself through or work it out or figure out what's going on with you. Because, you know, her, her mother came out and said, hey, she did have a mental problem and she was seeking help, getting help with it. You were getting the help. But yet and still, you decided to do this. Evil. She was hunting. That's just all the thing I could come up with. You were hunting. You hunted. So you sat out for whatever reason and you killed three nine-year-old children and three adults ranging in age from 60 to 61 who were just going about their regular everyday life. Like I said, when I heard this story, uh, I, I totally just, I, I was just blown away. Uh, maybe I, I'm just an old simpleton but I just can't see you going out, planning, plotting, strategizing to kill people. That, that's just the bottom line for me. She was killing people. She went, well, she killed people. Now, I know many uh, uh, mental health advocates uh, have came out and said that, you know, mental health is it, a huge problem in this country. Yes, it is. And, of course, you know, those gun rights advocates, they've came out also and said something needs to be done with gun legislation. But she had bought, she had bought these guns legally. She had an assault rifle on her at the time and a handgun. But when they went to her mother's home, they found several more guns also along with that journal. So, it ain't a mental health issue for me. It's you, the individual, making a, a calculated, conscious decision to kill. Uh, like I always say, I, I, maybe I'm, I'm a little slow. Maybe I'm tardy to the party. But I don't see mental health as you sitting there thinking, hey, I have a mental health problem. Let me pick up a gun and let me go kill. That ain't mental health. That's evil. That's you making a conscious, calculated decision to kill, to hunt. You were hunting. And that's anybody, black or white, young or old, gay or straight. I don't care who you are. I don't care what you've been deprived of in life, in society, uh, uh, your, your social economic status. Once you pick up a gun and you start shooting people at random, you're a killer. You're an evil killer. Not being judgmental, but this is just a, this is just the way I see it. This is just a fact of life for me. I've been upset numerous times. I've been mistreated numerous times. I continue to get mistreated and degraded, belittled, and, and, and whatever, what have you. But I never thought in my mind, at my lowest point in life, to pick up a gun and just start killing people. I may want to beat the brakes off of them, but I never went out and, and, and said, hey, I'm going to get a gun and I'm going to start killing folks. They're going to feel me. Never have. And I'm probably one of the... <laughs> I'm probably one of the most, uh, uh, I guess, stereotypical or, or, or would fit, fit the narrative of, of, of that, of a social economic status, of uh, being deprived, depraved, uh, don't have this, didn't have that, 
Uh, I'm, I'm here at, at a social certain economic, social economic status point in life as far as being uh, uh, intimidated, bullied, degraded, belittled, or whatever. So I would fit the mold as one that would do something like this, but I've never, ever thought of doing this. Maybe it goes back to how I was raised. I know you're going to say, well, she was 28. Mm. You know, a lot of folks, a lot of parents, they don't talk to their kids uh, even when they're young or, or older or whatever, a lot of parents, surprisingly, uh, they don't talk to their kids and let them know, hey, you're going to have good days, you're going to have bad days. This is life. That is, This is just what we go through as human beings. It appears to be that's what it is. I, I'm sorry. I'm not sorry. Uh, for me personally, it appears to be that's what it is. Parents aren't doing their job fully when they tell these, you have to tell these kids, hey, you're going to have good days, bad days, you're going to have in between you just have to persevere, get up, and move forward. For me, coming up, I was told, hey, you got to get up, pray, and move forward. Don't dwell on what's going on. Don't dwell on uh, whatever, how you're being treated or mistreated. That is life. People do this all the time. If you're doing good, they're going to say, ah, he's full of crap. He ain't nothing. If he's doing bad, if you're doing bad, they're going to say, see, I told you he was, you know. I think it goes back to uh, rearing. I just do. I know if you if you listen to this podcast numerous times, you hear me say that all the time. It, it, it just appears to be that way. Folks aren't raising their kids. They aren't telling their kids. You're going to have good days. You're going to have bad days. This is life. You have to have enough intestinal fortitude to deal with this. And you have to have the mindset to deal with this to know, hey, better days are coming. Not to sound like some old Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram meme, but this is life. Things often go astray, go awry in our life, but we just don't resort to violence. We just don't. So for me, for those mental health advocates that are saying that mental health is a huge problem in this country, yes it is. For those gun rights advocates, uh, uh, proponents or opponents that are saying there needs to be some more gun uh, legislation coming down the pipe, yes. But also I can say with a straight face, it goes back to the individual person. Uh, once again, not to sound like an old Facebook meme or an old conservative talking point, but guns don't kill people. Well, people kill people with guns. So it's you, the individual person, your decision making. So I, I can't side with those mental health advocates that are saying that uh, mental problems cause people to, to fly off into a rant, a rave, or an adult temper tantrum and go and kill people and they should be excused or understood. understood. Can't give you that. Not as a black male. Sounds odd, doesn't it? I've never had that pleasure of of having an understanding from outside people or forces that because I, I was born, uh, I guess what you call poverty or, or, or without a father, a single parent home, I never got that pass. And it, I, when I tell you I never got that pass, this not getting that pass started in my home and my rearing by my mother. She always would tell me, uh, whatever you got going on in your personal life, you may not have this, that, or whatever, like others that have all of this,
but that ain't no excuse. That ain't no crutch. But you go out here into the world and act like you ain't got no damn sense. That's the bottom line for me. You can't give those mental health advocates a, a pass and say, yeah, you're right. I can't give those gun right advocates, gun rights uh, legislative, legislative advocates a pass and say, yeah, you're right. Guns aren't the problem. It's fools with guns. Idiots who can't control their emotions. I could probably write a book on the number of times <laughs> my back has been up against the wall and, and literally and figuratively I was being tagged in my fa face by someone else or society. Like I said, I could write a book. But I never flew off in the handle and resulted to violence of this magnitude to just kill people because things weren't going right in my life. Never have. Just did. So uh, I can't give her a pass and say I understand her woes, her troubles, her sorrows. I can't give anyone a pass once they start killing people. Once you murder someone or people, that are innocent. You didn't have a problem with one individual at that school. You somehow, some way, in your mind, for whatever reason, killed innocent people. You didn't have a quarrel with one person. You just got up. You planned, plot, strategized, read and wrote it down in a journal. You had more targets with multiple guns in your house. By the way, the mother says she didn't know that she had all those guns. That you had bought legally. Well, she had bought the guns legally. I can't give you a pass on that. You didn't have a problem with one individual person in that school. You just randomly got up for whatever reason, what's going on in your mind, and you killed innocent people. So, that's just my take on it. Uh, pray, pray. Uh, pray for those family members. Because people lost their lives, kids included, that should still be among the living today because for whatever reason someone couldn't cope with life bottom line just is just is just is all right i'm going to get out of here i'm going to skedaddle i'm going to make this one short today uh have to go to work have to go to work well that's all for me today and i want to thank you all for lending me your ears this morning Continue to like, support, share, offer feedback. Anchor, which I'm sharing this podcast with, has a great feature where you can leave a voice response, and I would love to hear your voice, so offer feedback. You can also make monetary contributions. Continue to follow and listen on Anchor, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Breaker, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, Verbal, WordPress, and YouTube. Hit that like and subscribe button. Uh, wherever you are screaming, hit that like and subscribe button. Let me know. Hey, jump in the comment section and let me know what you think. Am I wrong about uh, that incident in Nashville? Am I wrong about the state representative here in North Carolina jumping ship like that? Or maybe you feel that she shouldn't have jumped ship. Or maybe you felt that she should have jumped ship. Whatever the case, hit that like and subscribe button. I'm pretty thick-skinned. You can leave a comment. I won't get offended. Not one bit. And as always, Thank you for listening. This is Stephen Cornegay for This Is Just a Thought. Amen.